Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Game Over Winnipeg. My name is Brady. I will be your host here tonight on a night where the Winnipeg Jets, they win again. As I previously said, the Jets will never lose again, although tonight's game was a little bit different than uh, the game we had the other night. We're going to dive into all that. We're going to talk all about it. We'll get right into it. Uh, hopefully uh, get some people here in the chat looking to see some familiar faces today. But before we get into all that, got to cover uh, cover a couple things. First of all, our sponsor. Uh, hey, the uh, the NHL season's heating up and there's never been a better time to get in on the action. Whether you're looking to hammer an Austin Matthews anytime goal or ride the puck line with the Montreal Canadiens, our partners at Sign Up Expert want to make sure you're ready to sweat your bets with one of the best. Sign Up Expert is hooking up our listeners with one of the newest sports books available in Canada, Batano. Batano is home to some of the best odds when it comes to betting on the NHL and offers unique markets, including virtual soccer and basketball. All you have to do to get started is to scan the QR code on your screen or click the link in the description to register and place that first bet. If you thought the Vancouver Canucks have been the best prize of the season so far, wait till you try Batano. Don't don't walk, run. <laughs> to check out Batano today, scan that QR code or hit up the link in the description to get started and start sweating your bets with the best. Always remember, please do bet responsibly and within your means. Viewers must be 19 plus to sign up for Batano. Cheers. Alrighty. Well, that covers the uh, the sponsor portion of the show. Uh, hey, how's it going, guys? How are we feeling tonight? Uh, seeing uh, seeing uh, Baby Yoda in chat here. Good to see a couple others. Uh, well, that tonight, wow. Uh, the Winnipeg Jets, as I said previously, they win 3-2 against the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, on, uh, you know, before we get into the game, we talk about that. Obviously, uh, an important thing to mention. Uh, tonight was the Winnipeg Jets Pride Night. Uh, obviously, uh, Pride Night has been a a bit of a a bit of a mess ever since the Ivan Provorov stuff happened last year. Obviously, this year the uh, the the not the Winnipeg Jets, sorry, the NHL made the decision to not allow any changes of jerseys between warm up and the game, which essentially uh, takes the the pride jerseys out of uh, effect. Same thing with like military jerseys and stuff like that, even though teams like the Jets, for example, are going to skirt around or are, are going to still have a, a military night and a military uh, jersey, which is kind of their their fly the 48, uh, the RCAF inspired jerseys. But uh, anyways, that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, yeah, the, the whole pride stuff, I, I haven't really gotten the the opportunity to talk about it here on the show. I was kind of waiting for Brian Knight to speak about it. Um, first of all, the, you know, the the Jersey stuff was all really, really dumb. Uh, the NHL's reasoning for doing it obviously had to do with the conversation being centered around who's going to wear it, who's not going to, rather than the actual, uh, you know, celebration uh, of inclusivity. Um, but I thought the, you know, within, you know, the, what was allowed, uh, obviously uh, it seemed like the, the festivities were good in the, in the arena. It seemed like they were doing uh, some good stuff. They honored uh, all these people right before the puck drop. Um, and, and yeah, you know, when it comes to like the, the pride tape stuff, again, we'll, we'll get into the game right away. Just, I, you know, we have to, we have to talk about this, of course. Um, it, it was really, really insane to see how, uh, such a, a, a silly move by the NHL to ban the pride tape. And I, I was very glad to see as soon as one person, not even, you know, any star player, just Travis Sturmit put a little bit on the shaft of his stick. Uh, and, and the NHL was like, we can't give a guy consequences for putting a rainbow, rainbow colored tape on his stick. Um, 
so luckily they they pulled that back uh it was nice to see uh it looks like there was five players uh on the jets who were, were using the pride tape uh during warm-up that was uh demello ehlers uh nino niederreiter and uh, morgan Barron. and adam lowry had some on the shaft of his stick um i you know i <laughs> I just would love a player to use the the pride tape during the game. Again, I'm not I'm not going to give them shit. It's they're hockey players. Um, I I would hope that they would be uh, better at at um, you know trying to change the the culture. As you know, someone who grew up in the hockey culture, I can certainly confirm that homophobia is rampant uh in in you know in the hockey culture so uh i would have liked to see you know a bit of a you know, a bit more of a push from the from the jets but uh it is what it is um yeah anyways glad to see the jets kept their pride night i would have liked a little more advertising around it uh they didn't pull any any tweets out you know about tonight being the pride night or anything like that other than once they were in the warm-up and they had the photos and they were able to you know tweet that out um but anyways uh, the, I, I digress. It is what it, it is. What it is. Uh, hoping for better uh, moving forward. Hopefully, we get uh, you know some more some more pushback. Maybe maybe some some jerseys again. Because you know beyond the whole inclusivity thing, there there there's some great jerseys. You know I've seen the the Vancouver Canucks uh, and I believe the uh, the Calgary Flames previously uh, had made some some absolutely beautiful uh, jerseys. They reached out to to members of the uh, the two SLGBTQ plus community uh and they they you know they got designers so that is is fantastic to you know be able to hire people in the community to contribute to a, a night that is very important to them um but anyways like i said we can we can now hop into the game again we ha have to have to discuss it um but uh but yeah tonight was an interesting night uh for the winnipeg jets uh a, a game where like let's be honest guys did the Jets deserve to win this game? Did the Jets just play a, a good 15 minutes of hockey in the second period or, or did they really deserve this one? Um, while I say that I, it is important to note, um, excuse me. Um, it is important to note that like, uh, I still think that there were some good things that the Jets did tonight. I thought that they, uh, they, you know, there were some some important parts of their game that ended up working out um, and some good things that we can take away from this win. Uh, the main thing is, uh, and, and I got asked this at the end of the show last game, uh, are we worried about Connor Hellebuck? And tonight was a night where we can go, that's Connor Hellebuck. That is the Connor Hellebuck we signed up to see. Um, and he, like, he was phenomenal tonight. The Jets do not win this game without Connor Hellebuck. It was, um, he single-handedly not, so it, here's the thing, big saves are, are obviously important. Getting, being able to have a goalie who you can rely on to make saves that you're not necessarily expecting him to make, um, is, is huge in this, in this sport, obviously. Um, but I, I want to just highlight the timeliness of some of these saves that he made tonight, because, uh, you know, if you look into that, that second period there, uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll do the whole going through the game, uh, you know, thing in, in a minute here, but, uh, I think that this game, just the, the standout guy to me easily had to be Connor Hellebuck tonight. Um, but you, you know, like I said, if you go back to the second period, I mean, there were multiple times where, um, you know, once, once the Winnipeg Jets went on their, their little run of a couple goals there, obviously they get scored on, you know, right after. Um, but then, uh, Hellebuck 
shows up and despite not making you know the the save on on the goal that ends up making the game three one um he he made a couple really really big saves uh right after that to kind of just bring the energy back down to calm the team down it felt like tonight was a very other than the first period a very sporadic game a very chaotic game um the uh, you know i gotta hand it to the buffalo sabers uh they the way they played tonight um after you know after the adversity they faced in the first half of the game um they turned it on like they absolutely turned it on it felt like the jets had so much trouble uh holding their um excuse me, holding their, uh, their blue line. Like, like the Sabres had no issue entering the zone. Um, and once they were in the zone, they were able to cause chaos. But like I said, Connor Hellbuck was there to slow everything down. There was, you know, the JJ Paterka had multiple breakaways this game. Uh, and Connor Hellbuck made like, uh, two saves. I mean, he made the save on the one where he scored and he just got the rebound, you know, went in. Um, but he also, uh, you know, made a huge save on him earlier in the game. And again, that, that was right after the goal to, to, uh, take the, the momentum away from the jets. So I really think that it's important to, um, not only look at the, the, the saves that he made tonight. Uh, and again, we can talk about as many of the saves you want, whether it's a breakaway, the, the huge toe save that he, he made, um, in the third period. Uh, and then like almost like immediately after he stops a breakaway, a big, uh, blocker save again, like this, this is what you need for a goalie. This is what a, a, a Stanley cup winning team. And I'm not going to say the jets are going to be a Stanley cup winning team or anything like that. Um, but it's just one of the pieces that the jets need. And, uh, for the rest of the season, it seems like everything has kind of been falling into place. Defense is still a little iffy, but as far as forwards go, you know, the depth is good. We had some, you know, the, the first line had had their troubles for a couple games and now they're firing on all, on all cylinders as far as, you know, scoring points. Uh, the second line looks great after, you know, putting together, um, Nikolai Ehlers with Vlad Nemeskov and Colbert Fetty. That third line, putting Nino Niederreiter down there, has been such a revelation, uh, to be able to rely on that line and basically just use them like a second line. Um, Point is, the Jets have, are are slowly, in comparison to like last year, for example, uh, the Jets have have figured out some of the the things that they were bad at last year, which was their five on five play, um, as well as you know, their power play is looking a lot better again now. Um, so they're figuring all these things out in these games, and, and honestly, like regular season. Uh, obviously every game is, is worth the same amount. Um, but these kind of middle games where you start to get a little bit into the season, um, obviously this can make it, make or break your season, but at the same time, it's important to at least go, okay, you know, let's just say the Jets didn't win tonight. I would be able to come in here and go, Hey, we still saw a great game from Connor Hellebuck. We still saw some of the important things in regards to the depth for the forwards. The, um, the fact that, you know, even when the Jets, um excuse me jeez um even when the jets were um jeez i'm trying to gather my thoughts here um excuse me one moment grab a sip of water check out the chat oh excuse me um okay sorry 
now I remember what I was trying to say. <laughs> um, even when the, even when the Jets were uh, like depth wise, um, it, it felt like they were able to still uh, continuously push and push and push. Um, while they may not have strung together a great sixty minutes, I thought that they did really well uh, in the times where they scored. I think it was the the I want to say the third goal was that was the either goal. No, that was. It was the one moment here. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, it was the second goal. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about this one right now. So this is the one where Shifley's stick completely explodes in the middle of uh, a really nice pass from Kyle Connor. Um, basically, the Jets end up losing possession here. The puck comes out. But what happens is during the second period, while they have the long change, the Jets are able to quickly regroup in the neutral zone. The forward line gets off uh, and or sorry, the first line gets off and then the third line comes on and they are continuing to put the pressure on. Uh, and that's what ends up happening when Mason Appleton ends up scoring his goal. Uh, they, you know, they, they come back into the zone. Nino Niederreiter gets the puck on the left side of the ice. And uh, Mason Appleton, who does exactly what he has to do in this moment, just crashes the net. Uh, Nino puts it right on his stick. Mason Appleton is essentially able to just walk the puck in or not walk skate the puck into the net uh he didn't have he, i don't even know if he shot it because he was you know he pretty much crashed into the net uh and and, and again there was um on twitter just the other day frankie carrado previous you know ex leaf ex Pe penguin uh and is now with uh, tsn he uploaded one of his little macbook uh, anal uh analysis kind of videos uh highlighting how the jets have been able to continually apply uh, apply pressure to uh their opponents and and that was basically what happened on this goal here. Uh, the pressure that's created from the first line, uh, they end up hemming them in. Again, the, the whole uh, Shifley thing that his stick ends up snapping in half. Um, the Jets don't don't let off. You know, the first line gets off. The Jets are able to regroup in the neutral zone and bada bing, bada boom. Uh, it's in the back of the net. Um, so again, like I said, they're, they're, while in the grand scheme of this entire game, the Jets did not deserve to win, uh, in my opinion. Um, I think that if this is a game where, you know, Tage Thompson is in the lineup, um, which also very funnily, uh, if you saw the thumbnail for this video, uh, I had Tage Thompson in last game. I had Jack Hughes in the in the thumbnail that I made. Um, I'm really hoping that I don't have some sort of uh, injury curse because I would never, never wish ill on uh, even on any of the Jets opponents. I don't want anyone to ever get injured. Uh, so I really hope that uh, Logan Cooley is able to play tomorrow night because that's who I have in the in the, in the thumbnail for that. Um, so that'll be, you know, very funny, but uh, it is what it is. Um, but like I said, this was a game where I think the Jets ended up just getting a little bit lucky in regards to when they peaked as far as timing that 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 block in the middle of the second period, um, they they just couldn't they the 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 Sabres couldn't handle them like um, for considering how bad, not bad necessarily, but how lackluster we'll call it the first period was. It was phenomenal to see the Jets come out and immediately uh, have an effect on the game. Uh, again, just, just kind of going back, uh, I guess we can do the, the game recap, kind of go through it all if you guys want here. Um, glad to see some familiar names in chat uh, with David here as well too. And uh, Superior CD, I think I've seen you in here before, if I remember correctly. Um, but yeah, like I said, toss a, toss a like uh, on the stream. Uh, shoot us a message in the chat. I would love to hear what you guys were thinking about tonight's game. Uh, because I think this one is a much more nuanced game. It wasn't just a game where the Jets played incredibly and things worked out. Um, or sorry, where the Jets played incredibly and, and that was you know the key to their success. 
uh i you know this is a much like i said a much more nuanced game um going back to the first period we can kind of start there um the jets started off really really sloppy uh the you know the second line ends up getting kind of hemmed in the zone logan stanley who is back in the lineup i guess we can chat a little about him again um takes maybe the worst line to a puck i've ever seen in my life um and uh and yeah everything was not going well for the jets in the first period i don't think that the the sabers really had it either but they definitely looked better than the jets in the first period the only thing i really could see was that the uh the lowry line ended up getting a couple good shifts where they you know kept that pressure on which has kind of been a staple of that line um you know if they are going to be playing second line minutes it's good to see that they can you know provide some offense both in of course mason appleton scoring the goal as i said previously um but also with you know adam lowry uh being able to uh adam lowry's line being able to you know not only uh stop chances against but also put the play in the opponent's zone and and wear down the other teams tonight i will say like that line was banging and crashing a lot i know it's it's kind of a um it's neither here nor there for certain people but uh, I think, you know, obviously the games aren't games aren't played on the spreadsheet. So um, I, I think that, that that does take a toll on a team, especially a, to- uh, a team with like uh, the Sabres, who are a much younger team. Um, I, I think that, you know, making sure that you, they know that you're, you know, if you have the puck, you're likely going to get hit, especially if Lowry's lines out there. Um definitely at least puts 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 the thought in their head you got to look a little bit you look behind your back a little bit more before as you're receiving a puck just to make sure you're not going to get absolutely smoked um but going on through that you know the jets end up getting a, a, a penalty kill and you know they actually did pretty well the special team tonight was actually not too bad um they i'm pretty sure they didn't allow any goals against on the power play i don't think any of the goals were a power play goal uh no they weren't um and uh and yeah and and as far as the you know they, they end up getting also a uh, a power play in that first period too and it looked really really static it was really not that good uh and then and then we get treated to the funniest surprise on power play two we have brendan dillon playing net front too which is uh certainly an option um this kind of happens because uh nate schmidt was uh scratch night the jets ended up going with the standard uh 12 forwards and 60 uh rather than playing 7 and 11 because they you know we kind of saw how that uh bit them in the ass a little bit last game when uh, kupari got injured um but yeah brennan dylan just looks really really funny on <laughs> on power play too uh anyways again like i said very boring period the only other thing of note is of course uh kfc gets that uh that that breakaway chance where uh he tries to go five hole which is a good shot um Comrie makes the right the right read uh makes a big save and the rebound pops out and kyle connor is like oh like gotta say like centimeters millimeters away from knocking this puck into an open cage um but he misses the puck with the with kind of the toe of his stick it was a little bit in tight and all i can really say is it's it's the end of the period man if you if you just if you stop up even a little bit you get the second shot on that and you you absolutely score that goal um like i said it didn't end up mattering in the long run the jets did end up winning of course um but going into if, if you can put any anytime you can score a goal uh right before the intermission i don't know like i feel like that has just a psychological effect on the other team you know you immediately get scored on everyone's kind of like 
we you know we've been we've been playing hard and uh and we're down now uh they go into the room you guys sit there and think about it a little bit longer um i think that would have been it would have been nice uh and also like it just in general like stop up stay with stay with the puck don't just you know he kind of just swung uh just kept his speed and swung uh swung out so uh it is what it is but like i said Period, first period, pretty boring. First half of it, the Jets were kind of bad. Second half, they were a little bit better. Uh, it is what it is. But hey, we start off the second period with our boy. Right up, right up here. Right up here. Right up here. Cole Perfetti. This man, I talked about in the last game. I'm not going to go on a huge diatribe about him, but um, it's nice to see a little bit more. Uh, it's nice to see his his skill set is is evolving a lot more. I mean, it's not like he just you know randomly decided that okay now I can shoot the puck kind of thing. Um, but this goal was was really really good just on the fact that Cole Perfetti is not a guy who's really known for a shot. He's known for his vision. Again, when I think of him, I think of just like a younger Blake Wheeler who's left handed, um, maybe a little bit less power forwardy and a little more skill uh, heavy. Uh, and he shows it here on this shot. Um, one thing I really just want to highlight and why th- this this goal that Cole Perfetti scores here, I think is a really great microcosm as to why this second line works out really well. Um, one of the things that I've been noticing with them is that they're always like I, what I think that the 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 like unspoken un unappreciated thing that that Vlad Nemeskov adds to that line um, is he's just reliable and I, I think you know people have kind of talked about it here and there but uh, on this goal right here um, pretty simple like Neil Pionk ends up chipping the puck out um, excuse me gotta clear my throat. Um, Neil Pionk ends up chipping the puck out and Vlad Nemeskov corrals it, gloves it down with his hand, brings it into the uh, offensive zone. And what does Cole Perfetti do? He gives him instant support. This is what I feel like this line does so, so well, is that there's always, always a guy and always an outlet that can be that that is there supporting him. Uh, so that is they're supporting each other um, no matter what. Uh, no matter what was happening here, Vlad Meskov had many, many different options. As he breaks into the zone, he immediately gets approached by two Sabres uh, defenders, uh, or skaters, sorry, not necessarily defensemen. Um, Vlad Meskov has multiple options here. He's got uh, Nikolai Ehlers who's streaking down the left side. He can very easily just rim this puck around and and uh, Nikolai Ehlers can go into the corner and you know fetch that. He should be able to get there first considering uh, the speed that he carries. Uh, but also Colbert Fetty is in very close, very tight for support. And one of the hardest things to do in this league, or, or not necessarily the hardest things, but easily one of the easiest ways to uh, stifle a team's offense is to not let them into your zone cleanly. And the Jets get a very clean uh, entry here. They, as soon as it gets crossed the line, Vladimir Meskov immediately has a, uh, a a player playing support in Cole Perfetti. He takes the open ice that is given to him. He's got Nikolai Ehlers on the left, maybe kind of faking for, you know, Comrie has to obviously register that and and understand that that is a possibility. Um, but Cole Perfetti just rips a shot, and uh, and it was a great shot. Uh, it was nice to see him, get, again, like I said, getting a shooting goal. You know, he had he had one last game where he, uh, it, you know, it was kind of a chippy off off of another guy's stick and in. Um, but, it you know, hey, this guy's up to, what, like f- five games straight with a goal? Uh, ten games with ten-game point streak? Nine-game point streak? Not, or 
nine points. I can't remember what it is. Maybe someone in the chat can give me a hand here. Um, but man, like he has just provided, like, again, one of the biggest question marks going into this year was, are the Jets going to be able to replace the points that they had last year? And I, I, I know it's a silly thing. Uh, and, you know, we, we look back on Blake Wheeler and Pierre-Luc Dubois uh, as maybe not always the most helpful players for this team, you, you know, with Dubois kind of becoming a ghost every now and then. And, you know, Blake Wheeler kind of aging out of his prime. Um, but regardless, those are two guys who scored a lot of uh, got a lot of points last year. And uh, it's just it's just great to see that the Jets have found some sort of um, uh, not second. Well, I guess secondary scoring other than like the top line. Um, Colbert Vetti has been key instrumental in that, um, along with Nikolai Ehlers, who uh, I, I don't really have a ton to say on him, but he looked good tonight he was fast his decision making was a lot better um it just felt like it feels like he's been kind of dealing with maybe an injury all season um and so this th tonight again was a night where you can you know you can still look at Ehlers and he gets maybe the funniest goal of all time uh with the uh the third goal um obviously I already spoke about uh the 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 Appleton goal which is the two nothing goal uh the Jets go bang bang of course um they let the goal this you know they let a goal in immediately after um but then hey I, on the on the tail end of a power play right at the end uh it finishes up <laughs> Nikolai Ehlers joked about how this was exactly how they drew it up uh he just shoots the weirdest little floater on from uh from the point uh and you could tell everyone in the building the broadcast everyone was surprised to see the puck go in um but hey Comrie didn't see it and uh it's just a, a goal scorer's goal yeah, i guess you could call it um but yeah like i said th this is going back to just how this game could have gone either way like again that goal goes in if if the if the sabers score on the many chances that they had the the toe save which we'll get to in a moment um if they score on the um on the on the multiple breakaways that Paterka has, obviously he scores on the on the second one, but um, this is a completely different game. Like, and you know, it, even analytically, if you if you if you care about the numbers, like the Jets got smoked when it came to uh, you know expected goals tonight. They had two expected goals to the Sabers three point three. Um, you know, it is what it is. But uh, again got to be lucky to be good got to be good to be lucky uh and the jets end up uh, being pretty lucky tonight and uh, a lot of this goes to uh connor hellebuck as i said previously um one of the things also you know the pk was good tonight but i think that you know the most important pk player is your goalie um so anyways let's let's move on the 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 second period ends up being like a good you know 10 50 minutes it stinks that they will allowed the goal right after the uh the appleton goal but uh regardless jets come back play play hard and uh you know great period we all go ever they all go to the locker room i'm sitting on the couch uh we're all enjoying it going hey this is a good game jets are playing all right the second period was great uh let's see how that third period goes and what do the jets do they lose all momentum immediately uh as i said before jj paterka sneaks in behind uh brendan dillon he gets hit with a beautiful pass i want to say by dolan um where zach benson also uh assisted on the goal uh noted winnipeg ice legend um 
And, uh, and yeah, that's just a terrible, terrible way to start the third. Because now, not only have you lost all momentum, but it's a one-goal game now. And so, here's the thing. As I said before, it's important to win these games. It's important to win the regular season games. But I think it's also just as, if not more important, to make sure that the things are, the pieces are falling into place. And so when I saw when I saw the, the, the Sabres score that goal right there, I went, okay, all right, Jets, this is your test. You guys have been playing well. You guys have been good at 5v5. You guys have been managing this game. All right, a little more chaotic than I would hope, uh, but you guys are ahead. Halibuck, you're playing good. Make sure, hey, make sure I can talk about you later tonight. Uh, and And you know what? The Jets held on. They did, um, you know, tons of crazy shit happened in the third period. Uh, Dylan Samberg gets a puck to the back of his neck. Very, very happy to see that he is all right. Um, but then that's again, we get to the. Oh, the, the, the perfect, the toe save that Connor Hellebuck makes on the Sabres. I can't remember who was shooting. I want to say it was Paterka. I feel like Paterka was all over the place tonight. Um, him and Dolan. Oh my God. Dolan looks good. Um, he makes just an insane save. And like I said before, he sticks with it. Uh, the, the Sabres, not only, not only do does he make that save, he makes the next save. And that is what, what is, uh, what an elite goalie does. That's what a Stanley cup contending goalie can do. Um, so, Again, Connor Hellebuck held them into this game. Uh, the Jets end up taking a, a penalty. You know, they go on the PK again. They do great again. One more, uh, once again, a great PK. Um, this is the one where Dylan DeMello's stick also explodes. Lots of lots of broken sticks tonight. Um, and then we get treated to the the humor of seeing Adam Lowry passing his stick over to him, uh, where he <laughs> ends up having to do uh, to hold a stick that is significantly longer for a much bigger man. Um, but also on top of that, the wrong hand. The puck ends up coming to him at one point. He's fumbling to get it out, trying, trying, trying. Uh, it goes up to Lowry, who apparently, like in another life, he must have been a soccer player. I mean, he had the game, the goal earlier in the season where he was kicking it up all the way up the boards. He gets handed Morrissey's stick from the bench uh, and then passes it off to, across to Appleton, who scores. Uh, in this game here, uh, he makes just a, a, a nice little little kick pass over to, I want to say it was Appleton again. They were on the PK. I can't remember. It was either him or Barron. Um, and he just gets the puck out, uh, which again, it probably wouldn't have gotten out had he not made that little kick over to a guy with a stick. Um, so again, shout outs to, uh, <laughs> shout out to, um, uh, Adam Lowry, uh, and his, his kicks that are, are saving the jets. Um, but continuing on again, n- nothing really happens other than just, you know, the, the game is super duper back and forth here. I was getting scared. I was a little bit worried the jets might fumble this game. Um, but they kept going. They they kept playing. Uh, they kept their foot on the gas mostly uh, until we basically get uh, all the way to the end of the game when <laughs> Zach Benson takes uh, a shot at, uh, at at Josh Morrissey with two minutes and and third and sixteen sixteen seconds left in the game. Zach, welcome to the league, buddy. That's that's the type of play that might get you might get you benched. I'm joking, but he 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 looks really good. I'm really happy to see he's. Uh, 
he's uh, working out in in Buffalo so far. He's going to be a great player. Um, but that's one where I think the coach is going to be giving you shit at the end of the game when you're down one goal and you take a penalty with two minutes and 16 seconds left. And it's not even like, uh, hey, I was trying to stop, a, you know, a goal against. It was a, uh, <laughs> you know, I just got upset after the whistle and wanted to give Josh Morrissey a shot to the face. Um, but then the Jets end up just playing it easy on the uh, on the PK or on the power play. Sorry. Uh, until, you know, the. <laughs> The Sabres get the puck back. Uh, they end up pushing, and uh, Nino Niederreiter blocks two shots on the final shift. And there you have it. The Winnipeg Jets win another game, and they improve to, I want to say, five wins in their last six, I believe. Um, guys, this team's good. This team wins games. Uh, and And it's a testament to the fact that Tonight, they won the game in a very, very different way that they've won their games previously. Looking back even to the Devils game, uh, that game was a lot more of a track meet. Uh, Whereas tonight, again, a much tighter game, a much more chaotic game. um, And the Jets are able to squeak out of this one. Again, wasn't all pretty, but there are things that we can look at as positives. The reemergence of Connor Halbuck. He looked great tonight. Nikolai Ehlers looks fast. Kyle Connor still looks like a magician. And, you know, I thought Mark Shifley played all right, too. Their lines, expected goals-wise, were not great. Um, and Cole Perfetti is, uh, is, is continuing his streak. So, truly, while this was not a perfect win, we can sit back and go, we saw some good things. Hopefully that they're, they're gathering all their pieces to make a good run here. Um, but, yeah, that's the game. Uh, a little bit of, you know, extra little, you know, stuff to add to this game. Um, uh, just before, well, first of all, uh, congratulations to Eric Comrie and his, uh, and his wife. They are expecting a kid, uh, likely tomorrow, I believe is the due date. Um, you know, as you know, Comrie was a, a previous jet, uh, you know, big ups to him. Very happy for him and his family. Uh, hopefully all goes well on that front. Um, I was expecting a, a dad strength revenge game, but, uh, luckily, uh, we didn't get that from Eric Comrie tonight. Um, as I said previously, Logan Stanley, once again, getting, uh, in the lineup. Um, you gotta wonder, you gotta wonder, is he getting showcase? You got, you have to ask the question. Um, because, you know, looking at this team, um, you know, the, the ops, the, the, the way, uh, you know, the way the the defense has been crafted, it doesn't seem like Logan Stanley is long for this team. Last year, he put in a trade request. I'm not sure if he rescinded it or not, but he certainly did request a trade. Um, and, you know, as we are, I think it's four weeks into uh, four weeks out of six or six out of eight. Um, excuse me, of uh, of Vili Hinola's injury. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to his return and likely him taking a spot on this roster, potentially even in the top six. Uh, and you have Declan Chisholm, who was sent to a- the AHL on a conditioning stint. Um, you got to wonder, is there really room for Logan Stanley here? And so uh, I would not be surprised if he was one of the players that the Jets use as some sort of uh, bait or as a throw into some sort of trade to maybe bolster the blue line or get another scorer up front. Um, or if he's just a guy they get a pick for. Um, but it seems like, in my opinion, he will end up being the odd one out, considering the fact that on a night where you know Nate Schmidt was taken out of the lineup and there's an open spot on the power play, um, they put Brennan Dillon there. And I'm not saying that Logan Stanley necessarily should be a power play guy, 
but I probably would have put him there over over Brennan Dillon. You know, he's got a, uh, uh, I would say probably a harder shot. He shoots the puck a lot more. I think he's uh, underratedly decent at passing. He's he's got an okay okay hands. He's decent on the breakout a little bit. Um, he's just not your prototypical you know six foot seven defenseman. Did you guys know he was six foot seven? Um, <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah, so anyways, you got to wonder if, if that's coming at some point, um, other than that, uh, little things to add, uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to throw to the chat really quickly. Does anyone have any questions? I would love for you guys to huck them in the chat and let me know if you have some, we'll, I'll, I'll answer a couple of questions right before we do finish this off. Um, and one little other update for Jets fans, scary sights in uh you know for for rutger mcgrordy he got in in his game tonight for michigan he got hit into the boards and he had to be stretchered off the ice and taken immediately to the emergency room uh he's had a great start to the season i was uh, i was speaking with uh scott wheeler over uh, uh last weekend um, while I was in Toronto for the Eric Lindros Celebrity Hockey Classic. Uh, and uh, and he was just singing Rutgers uh, praises, uh, saying how he's been working on his uh, his skating. He looks really, really good. And he thinks that the Jets uh, likely do have a stud on their hands. Um, so it is just good to see, you know, it's good. It was great to see that he has been, um, has, has had a great start to the season, but it is really scary to hear that he has been, uh, like I said, brought to the emergency emergency room after getting stretchered off the ice. Um, so, you know, uh, sending our thoughts out to him. I really hope he's all right. Uh, hopefully it is just a, a scare and nothing more, um, but it is better to be safe than sorry. Um, Alrighty, guys, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm getting, I think, I think I'm about to wrap this up here. Uh, one final opportunity to throw a question in the chat uh, if you are here, please do like the stream. We really appreciate it. Make sure you guys follow me on Twitter at NHL Chunky. Follow uh, at SDPN uh, Sports. Sorry, at SDPN Sports on Twitter. Uh, subscribe, of course, to the channel here. We're almost at 100K. We are almost there, guys. Help us get there if you're not subbed already. Uh, we really would appreciate it. If you are listening to this in the on the audio after the fact, join us after the game. We are uh, We're usually live pretty much immediately after the game, if not five, 10 minutes, depending on, uh, you know, whatever's going on. Um, but, uh, but regardless here, guys, it looks like that will be it for me. Have yourselves a wonderful evening. I'll be, I will be here tomorrow night, uh, when the Winnipeg Jets face off with the, the Arizona coyotes, uh, should be an exciting game to see some of the youth over there. Um, but anyways, like I said, have yourselves a wonderful night. Enjoy your Friday. Happy weekend. If I don't see you guys tomorrow and Thanks for listening. See ya.